Coming up next, all the way from the Big Apple, New York City, my hometown. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Addie Tune.
pure fire. Hey everyone, this is Diamond Rivera of the Live Discussions with Diamond podcast, episode 144. And what you just saw is a routine from the Hawaii event in 2011. We'll get more into that later. But right now we have a very special guest, a woman that I consider not just legendary, not just iconic, not just revolutionary, but simply one of a kind. Uh, a woman that I've personally learned so much from, from others. Uh, a woman's history whose background goes so far and has inspired in so many lives. And today we have the honor of having the one and only Addie Diaz. Hey, Diamond. Hey, Addie. <laughs> honestly, wow, what an introduction. Oh, thank you. I, I had to. I mean, for me, of course, as we talked as well, um, having you on meant so much to me because you're a pure example of why I do this podcast. Because for me, people like you that have had so much history within this dance community, it's important that your stories are told because realizing how many people or how you've helped push the culture forward and having this opportunity means a lot. Thank you, thank you. It, like I said before, when we spoke, um, it's it, it's a privilege. It's a privilege and a blessing. Absolutely. I mean, and of course, the video we just saw is really a small sample uh, of really a long, lengthy career that is still progressing and still going forward. But also realizing, of course, celebrating your success is one thing, but also mm -hmm. celebrating you as a human being is more important because we realize uh, many artists like ourselves that have traveled the world, uh, many people just see us through a, a visual for two or three minutes. And it's really hard for them to understand us as people unless they get us mm -hmm. in that moment privately. But usually we're with our friends, we're dancing night away over in the hotel rooms with the people we trust. And so now mm -hmm. I'm really having this platform, having you tell your story. Uh, means a lot because then people understand the human side, realizing you go through your own struggles like everyone else. Uh, you go through mm -hmm. your day to day and you still progress. You still get on a show uh, and you still help yep. inspire people. So, I mean, definitely today is really special. And, you know, of course, we're going to talk about the career, the traveling, everything in between. But I think also it's important taking it back and understanding before uh the stage before the costumes before the rehearsals really understanding now who addy diaz is before it all so that's really mm -hmm. how we start off is kind of addy let us know before everything before the success who is addy diaz wow well thank you thank you so much diamond for just you know bringing this platform mm -hmm. and and just really you know featuring us and just uh going into the background of it all. Like like you said, it's like a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And um, I appreciate you, I appreciate that. So thank you so much. Um, so who is Addie Diaz? Oh Lord. Um, well, I'm Puerto Rican. My parent, parents of, uh, uh, are Puerto Rican. And um, I was uh, born and uh, raised in, in the Bronx and um, I, you know, I grew up in the Mitchell Projects, so uh, by Third Avenue. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, One Thirty Eighth Street. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I um, I I grew up 
mostly in the Pentecostal church. So mm -hmm. I had a wonderful uh, childhood, uh, wonderful friends at the church, and and also of course the school and and all that. But what we were, my parents were very involved, and it was a beautiful childhood. Um, and uh, and then eventually we um, left the church. <laughs> <laughs> we left the church and um and then uh you know my, my there was a lot of music in the house my my mom especially uh my dad is a singer uh I'm also a singer uh and he taught me um i guess the basics uh especially during church mm -hmm. but um uh uh there was music always in my in my home and we had our our house parties and I always danced with my older, like my tios, yeah. and we would be, they'd be, you know, dancing salsa with me. I always loved Latin music, even as a little child. Mm -hmm. During my teenage years, um, all my friends were dancing, everything else, you know. Um, and I was like, I always loved my Latin music. I've always loved it. And then, of course, I, uh, um, you know, um, as as a young adult, you know, then I really just went out to salsa clubs and, and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, um, I uh, I lived in Puerto Rico. Um, we moved over there when I was in uh, like thirteen years old, mm. and um, and you know, we were there for a few years. Um, I was. <laughs> dying to come back to New York because it was a culture shock. Oh. Uh, but um but you know that was that was part of my you know my my teenage years and uh and then um yeah one day as a you know later on as an yeah. as an adult because we returned we returned um uh, when I was like 17 mm -hmm. and um and then um a few years later I went out with a, a few friends and uh, we heard about this club called Side Street. Mm. And um, and uh, my one of my favorite artists was performing there, Rey de la Paz. Mm. And so we went to see, you know, Rey de la Paz. And, you know, I mean, we used to, back then, it was all about what band was playing and what club. Mm -hmm. And and it was like, okay, Friday, we, you know, so-and-so is gonna be that Mark Anthony. I mean, we had yeah. like, we had, you know, the big shots, you know, back then um, playing in the local clubs. I mean, this was before they, they blew up and became big. Yeah. But I mean, it would be like, you know, La India was over here, Rey de la Paz, um, Ocal de Leon, Tito Nieves, um, Mark Anthony. Uh, oh my gosh, it was just, um, it, it was so accessible to us. And, and back then we really appreciated the band, the band, the band members. Uh, we knew everybody's name that was in the band. So we, you know, we knew who played, you know, the percussion and the horns and the this and that. So we were, uh, um, we we were very um, appreciative of of their work, mm -hmm. um, and it was just oh my god, it was it was uh, just like there for us, and we yeah. we loved it. So um, so we used to go out anyway. We went. I went to this club, Side Street, <laughs> and not knowing that it was 
what it was, which yeah. is like a dancer's haven, really back then, it was the, the place, you know? So we go to this joint, you know, not like expecting anything else, but you know, enjoying the band. And we sit down and I'm like, I start looking at the dance floor and I'm like, what is happening? What is this? Oh my God, what are they doing? What are they, what is, the, oh my God, they're doing all these turns and steps. And um, meanwhile, back then I thought that I was, you know, I was the shit, you know what I mean? Like I, I would make up my own little like little horny turn, steps. Little turns. And, little I, <laughs> and I thought that I was all that, right? So um, it was really funny. So um, I was in shock, like I could not believe it. I, that whole night, I, I didn't dare go on the dance floor. I didn't even dare. I just, I was entertained watching the dancers. Yeah. And at one point I went to the bar to get, you know, a, whatever, a drink. And um, David Melendez was standing there and he's the first person I ever met. Wow. Um, in the community. So he's just kind of like standing there and I go up to, you know, whatever, the bartender place an order and um, and he's like, hi, and I was like, hi. And he was like, uh, I'm David Melendez. I was like, well, um, uh, I'm Addie. Well, back then they used to call me Tita. Tita? So, uh, Tita, yeah. So I introduced myself as Tita. And um, and so he was like, oh, you know, I was like, what are you know, I'm like flabbergasted with these people. They're like dancing. I never saw anything like that. He was like, and he actually told me, you know what, stick to the way you're dancing. You'll have more fun than than doing what what they're doing. Cause yeah. they're, you know, then um, I think, you know, he meant like, instead of worrying about timing and steps and, you know, memorizing steps and turn patterns or whatever it was, I think that's what he meant. You know, like he, he did say that you would feel more free mm -hmm. dancing the way you dance right now. So, so I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But I was like, I don't care. I want to learn what they're doing. I don't care what he says. <laughs> so, um, so from that point on, we I just kept going to the club and I started meeting people and everything. And um, and then eventually my first dance, I did a dance contest okay. at the Catskills with Ralph Lou and Lucille Lou. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they were from way back. Um, he was, uh, you know, a promoter and he yeah. did the dances at the Catskills. And, uh, and I, I, we, we won the dance contest and that was awesome. Uh, but you know, not yeah. knowing any timing. And then, um, about a year later, um, and that was with Nelson, with Nelson Flores. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so, um, yeah, a year later, um, we joined, you know, we signed up for this dance contest at Broadway 96. Mm. And um, Nelson uh, became friendly with Angel Rodriguez yes. uh, from Razzmatazz. Nice, yes. And um, yeah, and he, he took me, you know, to him. 
so that Angel could help us with a routine because this was like another level. This yeah, you're uh, contest. this yeah. contest, yeah. So this contest, you know, there were like people that are uh, had had already competed. So you know, we wanted to be a little you know ready. So Angel sat us down. And he was the first one that pointed the timing out to me, mm. um, to me and Nelson. And um, he sat us down and he said, you know, uh, you know, he 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 told us uh, to look for the tumbao and the timing and the this and that. And he just sat down. He explained it or whatever. And I I I heard it right away. I heard yeah. it immediately. Uh, Nelson did it. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson, it took Nelson a little while. So Angel would tell him, you got to listen to her, okay? Don't, you know, don't try to do this, you know, on your own because you're not hearing the the, the clave or whatever. Mm. So, um, but yeah, Angel was kind enough to um, show us a, a piece of his, uh, one of his um, numbers <laughs> and um and uh yeah he he like he taught us to, to us and he you know he we learned it on two and um and uh we went to you know the contest and uh we ended up um it ended up as a, a draw between Luis Segada mm -hmm. and Charlene <laughs> who was a, 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 his partner back then and so then we had to have a dance off and then Luis ended up winning mm -hmm. um the contest so, but that was like a big deal to us. That was yes. our first like big, 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 you know. And then from then on, we did a few contests. Um, uh, I joined there at, at that at that um competition. Yeah. Um, Evelyn Leong. Um, she back then was um, you know, a well known dancer. She came from uh, the Eddie Torres Dance Company. She was one of the lead dancers. Her his uh, her partner was Delil Delil Thomas. Yeah, Delil Thomas. Yes. And um, yeah, so she formed her own team, and she came up to me after the contest, and she said, "Oh my God, let me train you. I mm -hmm. I I need a girl, and I would love to train you." And so she basically took me under her wing. My first dance partner was, you know, in her team. They, it, the, her team's name was Dancers Fantasy Stars, and um, <laughs> and her partner was, um, you know, her boyfriend uh, Negro Rodriguez, and um, and my partner, uh, my first partner was um, Mario Diaz. Mm. Um, and he's a veteran. He's been around for a long, long, long time. Um, very technical, uh, just, uh, you know, I was so lucky to have him because they, they both Evelyn and Mario are very technical dancers. So that's how I learned and yeah. that's how I teach, <laughs> um, very that way. So, mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, I was in that team and then uh one day okay so um evelyn passed away evelyn yeah. passed away and in 95 and um and one day i was sitting at my job and my phone rings oh i got no no my beeper i got a beep 
Oh God, I am so dating myself. Okay, so my beeper, and then um, I called the number, and it was Hector Berrios. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know who Hector Berrios is, but he was one of the RMM dancers. Uh, he, you know, from the community. He's goes way back. Anyway, yeah. he called me and and invited me to uh, dance with the RMM dancers because yeah. they uh, they they had a spot. Yeah. Um, they needed to fill, and I almost fell off my chair. I was like, "Whoa!" Because uh, you know, that was uh, um, how you say a big opportunity. Yeah. RMM is it stands for Ralph Mercado Management. That's mm -hmm. the uh, probably you know one of the biggest record labels um, since Fania. Mm -hmm. um, Ralph Mercado, you know, passed away, but. Um, uh, the, uh, Bethina Sayed, um, had, um, formed a dance company. Uh, so when their artists would perform, yeah, the have. dancers would, would perform with them. So that was, um, you know, my, yeah, the beginning of, of my experience with dancing live to a live band in yeah. large stadiums and large, you know, uh, venues and stuff. So um, that was an amazing, I mean, I started traveling, you know, abroad and, and um, I met, uh, I met Billy Fajaldo was in that team. Um, I, you know, I, I met uh, Stracy Diaz, um, Nelly Cotto, um, uh, Ricky Quintana, uh, and Steve Seda actually <laughs> walked in with me. Yeah, he actually walked in with me because it turned out that they needed to fill two spots, uh, a guy and a girl couple. Um, and I didn't know him from Adam. I mean, we both walked in and, and they were like, okay, well, meet your partner. And that's, that's how I met Steve Seda. And he became my partner. And, you know, I mean, it was uh, uh, just a wonderful experience. It, it, it wasn't an experience uh, or an opportunity that many people got because it was, a, you know, a small team of maybe four couples, maybe five. Uh, um, so uh, that was that was a, a, an amazing experience because we traveled the the thing with um with the uh when i came in they were touring the combinacion perfecta album yes um so the combinacion perfecta album is is basically all kind different artists mm -hmm. partnering up to um you know re and they recorded uh uh numbers you know songs yeah um throughout the album so it was like you know we were traveling again with all these people like celia cruz and tito puente and you know giovanni hidalgo and oh my goodness jose alberto canario and ray de la paz all the whoever was on that album ray sepulveda you know um and, um, you know, so everywhere we went for the shows, we, we traveled with them. And uh, so it was a great experience. And um, anyhow, so then I, after it, they, they um, you know, I guess broke up the team, 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I became pregnant with Devin, <laughs> and yeah. So I took that. Obviously, I took I I I put you know I performed like a few months into my early pregnancy, but then <laughs> I I stopped performing, and then maybe like three months later after I had Devin, um, I I started performing again. Um, and we, oh yeah, I um I started dancing with Santo Rico. Mm, um, yes, I remember, I was back, like, oh. yeah, woof, back when Wilton was around. Wilton so he had, yeah, Wilton Beltre. He um he formed Santo Rico because half of the team was Puerto Rican and half of the team was uh, Dominican. So we loved the name. It was brilliant. And um, and yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it was a great team. Um, and um, and then we uh, pretty much the team um, left Santo Rico, the whole, <laughs> the whole team except yeah. Thomas. Um, and Thomas kept uh, Santo Rico. And uh, and then we became uh, Descarga Latina. Mm. Uh, so, you know, uh, we were trying, Nelson and I were like, we were all trying to figure out like, what are we gonna call the team? What are we gonna call the team? Yeah. And uh, eventually, you know, Nelson and I like, uh, I don't know, figured it out and we named the team. Mm. And, um, and um, I think Nelson uh, was the one that, because we had the um, Descalga, the music, um, uh, online music. Uh, so we used to have catalogs um, of music, you know, that we would order from the catalog. Yeah. Uh, and we would call and order, oh, I want this song or whatever. Um, so we had catalogs at the house. I, I always had the catalogs. And I believe that's where maybe Nelson, like, uh, uh, grabbed the name from. and. You know, so um, and uh, um, yeah, so then that was the you know again um, that was a, a wonderful team. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of like great memories. That was my family. You know, those girls were my sisters and the guys. You know, my brothers and it was. Um, I have a lot of wonderful, wonderful memories um, there. We used to collaborate, um, uh, I, you know, uh, uh, with the numbers, with the choreography, like some ev- everybody put something into every number. Every number we did was a collaboration. And I love that because, um, you know, it really just helps you grow um, in terms of uh expressing yourself and adding you know to it and it's wonderful when you work as a team on something i mean you can have a team um and there's the one choreographer and you learn the number and yes you have your wonderful experience but when everybody you know throws into the pot oh it's like magic it's like magic yeah. So, you know, and, and the respect we have for each other, that was, that was really awesome. And then after that, um, and you know, mind you in between all of this, um, 
Uh, Luis Segarra gave me a lot of opportunity to travel. Um, that's my brother, Luis Segarra, you know? Um, I mean, you know, we fought and whatever, but you know, <laughs> I love him to death. <laughs> and, but he, yeah, he gave me a lot of opportunity. He gave a lot of us yeah. opportunity and he really doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Um, uh, you know, he, he did promotion and, you know, the, the uh, uh, team leader or whatever, uh, director of, of dance companies and all that. But um, he worked really hard and he had good connections. And um, and I did, I worked with him. I worked with uh, Mario Diaz, Mario Diaz's uh, dance review. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another person that, you know, he's in my heart. He's my brother. He lives in Georgia now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still teaching and performing. Um, but you know, he's one of my mentors, Mario Diaz, Mario Diaz, you know, he, like I said, he was my dance partner at, um, you know, with Evelyn, um, and, um, um, with, um, Evelyn Leon, you know, the, the director of Dancers Fantasy Stars. So, uh, he was my, my partner and my mentor and, um, and Evelyn, of course, as well. And um, and Nelly Cotto, um, Nelly Cotto was uh, you know one of the RMM dancers, and she's the one that taught me the numbers and the styling. And she was with me, like she just drilled me and taught me how to do tricks, you know, little simple tricks, you know, uh, because most of the the RMM dancers were hustle dancers, you know, um, and choreographers and stuff so you know i mean if billy fajaldo was in it you know he's like he his his main thing you know so um or one of his main things um so nelly Cotto, Mm -hmm. i mean she's she's an amazing dancer and she was a big um you know uh uh mentor to me you know during my time you know um yeah, and so where was I? Um, I was saying that. Uh, oh yeah, in between, mm-hmm. I would dance, you know, with Mario, with uh, Luis Segarra. It gave me opportunities. Um, uh, so then, um, um, after the Scalga, it was time for me to move on, mm-hmm. and so I ended up uh, forming my own team attitude (laughs) attitude and um and you know i before i i formed the team um i that was when like the internet became right yeah became like the internet like wow you know everybody started getting computer home computers and and the internet was out so um I um I was featured on Salsa Web New York. Um and at the time Manny, my husband, Manny Severio, was the New York correspondent. Mm-hmm. Um and he was a friend of mine. And so he asked me if I, you know, if I wanted to be his guinea pig, because he wanted to do <laughs> like <laughs> his guinea pig. Um because uh, I was his first dance teacher, Manny. Manny, when Nelson and I were teaching at Boys Harbor, Manny, um, 
uh, came to the studio and I was I was teaching that I always taught the beginners. So he he was my, you know I was his first teacher. <laughs> so anyhow, <laughs> yes. So um, anyhow, so uh, he he asked me um, if I wanted to you know do an interview. Um, uh, he wanted to start like a, um, like a profile segment, yes. like, uh, a profile, uh, page or whatever, um, of, uh, of the instructors from yeah. New York or whatever. Um, and so I was the first one. So once, um, that came out. Um, you know, he posted picture, he put pictures of me performing and it was just beautiful. Like, imagine like, you you know, this is so new, the intranet, and then you, you go to the page and you see these pictures yeah. and then there's this whole article. So people were like, wow. And so that went across the world. Mm. So, um, uh, you know, um, the first person that called me to teach a workshop was Adriana Correa mm. and she's from San Francisco and she was pretty much like a, a very small group that from a very small group that like dancing on two because mm. back back then they were kind of like uh timing wars you know like people yeah. like oh you dance on two oh you dance on one you know and then it was like LA, New they York. were like enemies yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So she invited me and to teach lady styling. And I was like, what's that? You know, I didn't, you know, oh, we, uh, you know, we love your style of dancing. And mm -hmm. I want, I want you to come over here and teach the girls to yeah. dance lady styling. So I was like, okay, so that was my first gig. Mm -hmm. And she became my uh, like really good friend. And she even came out in, in our wedding. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's, you know, that's how close we got. But so I, I started there and then after that, I did workshops and, yeah. and performed, right? And then um, after a workshop, we were sitting at a, at a restaurant and um, you know, the students, some of the students and Adriana. And anyway, so somebody came out and said, um, wow, you dance with so much like attitude. Like I love the way, mm -hmm. you know, that attitude you give, you know, like it's so cool, attitude. And then somebody said attitude. And then everybody was like, Attitude. And that's how I got the name Attitude. <laughs> wow, that's, that's actually really interesting to hear because most people would just say, like, you just probably put it two and two together, but realizing there was a moment that happened that created that. It was a moment. It was it was a, an awesome moment. So so anytime I would like you know, reach out to them or when I would go back to, you know, they would be like, hey, attitude, you know, and, you know, so it was really cute. And I was like, oh, you know, I loved it. Mm -hmm. So when I formed my team, um, um, oh, and when I went to San Francisco, I met Ava Apple. Oh, yes. And um, yeah, and, um, and Luis Rosa, who was her partner um, at the time, mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, he passed away, but um, you know, I met her, um, and we're still like, you know, good friends. I love her. Um, uh, just wanted to throw that in. And Tony, Tony Baraja said, yeah, she, she, um, she's, she was also like there in that little, in that little clique. Juan, uh, Adriana's husband, he's, you know, they're just all dear friends. But anyhow, um, so uh, then when I came back, like next thing you know, like I mean, my phone would ring, yeah, and it would be somebody from a different country, like from. Germany or Japan or London, Paris. It, uh, it was unbelievable. Like, you know, calling me to go there to teach ladies, especially lady styling, even though I taught partner work and all that as well, but it was mainly for that, you know, and performed and all that. But I just started and it was, you know, especially because of that article. And then then when when I would come back from someplace, you know, then all these new pictures would come out. Oh, she was here. And this yeah. was my experience with Addie and all these different articles. And so um, that, let me tell you, the internet, I, you know, talk about being in the right place at the right time. You know, so, um, but then, yeah. So then, um, uh, uh, yeah, I just started getting phone calls and, um and and then as far as like the company company, um, I one time I had um, I had uh, this, uh, oh yeah I I was teaching a class and mm-hmm. this guy was taking a class and he said can I I want to take privates uh, for this for a week mm-hmm. so I told him for a week and then after it was over the last class we have finished and then he said. Addie, would you like to go to Switzerland? And I said, uh, what? What do you yeah, what? Like- and then he's like, Do you would you like to go to Switzerland? I'm actually from Switzerland. Like he didn't tell me yeah. that he was on vacation and he just wanted to take privates with me, I guess to to test me out. I don't know, to see, yeah. you know, <laughs> see how, how he liked the classes and all that. And um, and I I was like, well, he said, yeah, I'm I'm one of the organizers of the Switzerland salsa festival, and I was like, um, hell yeah, I want to go. <laughs> so I ended up going, and so he said, I want I want you to bring another couple, you know, uh, two uh, two couples. So um, that's when I asked Mario Mario Diaz to come and Jorday Rivera. That's my cousin, Jorday. Oh, wow. And yeah, that's my cousin. Um, and so the uh, Manny, my husband, and the four of us uh, went over there, and you know, um, it was an amazing. And that's when I put, you know, I I said, well, the name of the team is Attitude Dance Company. Mm. And so that's when, like, the first time I used the name Attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we came back, you know, Mario had his stuff going on and all that. So I I started forming the team and, you know, got the dancers, you know, coming in, you know, Jennifer Silva, Rodney Lopez, um, you know, Stevie, uh, Stevie Seda, um, helped me in the beginning. He was with us in the beginning and then, you know, he, he started doing his own thing. 
Um, yeah, and then eventually my Michael Garcia <laughs> came into the mix and Megan, Megan Bronke, my daughter, Jasmine Garcia, my son, Devin Flores, um, you know, um, my goodness, you know, Brett, Brett um, is one of my, my girls too. Um, so yeah, so, um, uh, you know, I just like uh, basically yeah. worked on my choreography, and um, and uh, uh, Michael became my Michael Garcia became my um, team captain, mm -hmm. and oh my God, he helped me so much, you know, uh, with the team, and he was so you know just wonderful. His creativity, his loyalty. Um, he's like he's like my son. That's my baby. I love Michael. <laughs> It's, 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 it's interesting, Addy, that you talk about Michael because actually Michael has something he wants to tell you. And he says he is one of the most nurturing humans on the planet. Her love is truly oh. unconditional. Her talent is limitless and her choreography is never short of innovation. Addy holds a dear place in my heart for all that she gives to not only myself, but to the community we all call home. What? Oh, <laughs> but you know, Addy, in, in return, really, it, everything. And I always say on this podcast, everything makes sense. Like you said, from your early years getting into this kind of art form, having people mentor you, and then eventually you keep on within this world, this dance life, you start to inspire other people, whether it be mm. through classes, whether it be now having your own company. People like Michael, people like Jasmine, uh, people like Devin. Um, for me, uh, it's really important understanding that history because we understand how now you got the name Attitude. The people that originally started with you, understanding now those people that mean so much to you as an artist. So my question really to you now is within all of that time and now creating your company, what were those experiences like now traveling with these kids and now performing all over the world? Um, you mean the di the difference? Yeah, or just more of now with you at one point just traveling more with adults, of course, with the different uh, groups that you were oh. before and, and yeah. now transitioning to much of a younger audience in a sense. How was that transition? Oh my goodness. Um, it was, I, I think it was smooth because um, uh, the way that I was taught, um, like I mentioned Nelly Cotto, Evelyn, Mario, even Negro, um, Rodriguez, they were so unconditional um with their teaching like they would tell me you know what i mean like yeah. you know like sometimes some people they'll like keep little hidden secrets and they you know i'm like you know what let me keep this to myself you know because i don't want this person to you know go beyond you know past me um but um uh no they were just unconditional um they just gave me everything um without hesitation so that is again how i teach you know so i'm like you know like i give you know like if you're there and you're teaching somebody and you're in, let's say inspiring somebody 
you know, why not, right? So pass it on. That's what that's what it's all about, passing the baton. Um, so uh, with my team members, I try to um, to uh, give them mm-hmm. um, all of all of the um, uh, the training and information and you know education that I um, that I could give, you know, that I could pass on and share. So, um, you know, they're my, they were my babies, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I was very like, uh, protective over them, you know, and, and, um, and just, you know, wanting to form a family, you know, that was loyal to each other, um, you know, putting all the outside stuff to the side, you know, and just making sure that everybody worked as a unit and, um, you know, so when we would travel, I always told them, listen, this is, this is a different country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and uh, we don't know the people here. We don't know how to get around here. So we always have to stick together. Always have to stick together. If we have to break away for whatever reason, we have to stay in touch in some way. Let somebody know where you're going. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and you know the it's there's a lot of uh responsibility obviously yeah. when you're when you're um running a team you know being professional teaching them how to be professional mm-hmm. how to how to conduct themselves professionally but also in a friendly way like i always you know uh, told them you know you you know just because you're in a team or whatever you know it, you shouldn't be um limited to dancing with your team members you know you should be able to just go out there dance with everybody that even if they don't dance on two if somebody you see somebody wants to dance with you or somebody's not dancing take them out be friendly you know be welcoming you know because that's again that's what it's all about eventually you know they'll learn how to dance or whatever but they're always going to remember that moment that wow you took me out to dance when i didn't i didn't even know how to dance on two or i didn't even, <laughs> well, you know whatever i i so um it was just like a lot of lessons that i tried to teach them and and again you know just just being professional and um so that 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 responsibility that's the shift right because when you're when you're like um, when you're starting out and you know you're you're following a director, then all you ha- you have to worry about yourself. That's it. You know, make sure you look good and you're ready and you have your choreography down pat. You know, you're there, whatever. Um, but you know, my goodness, when when you're <laughs> running a team, it's like having you know, it's like having a a group that you have. It basically is a group that you have to. Um, worry about, um, you know, and, and in terms of like uh, on stage when you're sitting, when you're sitting at rehearsal and you're looking at everybody and you have to make sure everybody's in unison and, and that they know their stuff and they look, everybody looks sharp and all that. Um, that's a, you know, and then, then the thing is that you rehearse them and you rehearse them and then you kind of like, fall back on your own rehearsing because you're so focused on everybody else mm-hmm. that um you know that yeah and that's one thing that mario diaz always used to say he used to be like oh my gosh you know like um i'm so worried about everybody else that 
you know, I'm forgetting to, to, yeah, to rehearse or to do my thing, you know, to really like have it. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, that's a big difference, you know, cause, uh, they represent you at the end of the day, they represent you. So, um, yeah, we're as strong, we're, we're as strong as our weakest link. Yes. And I would, you know, and I would tell them, you don't want to be the weakest link. Okay. So <laughs> we're as strong as the weakest link. So we got to work hard. And, um, but, um, I wouldn't trade it, you know, I, I mean, there was a lot of, uh, you know, stuff, but, but, um, annoying things, you know, yeah. but, uh, it's like having a, a large family, a group of children that, you know, you have to keep track of, but, but, um, I wouldn't trade it. Um, for the world, it's 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 um, it was a, a great time, and um, I loved it. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. So now, my my last question before we get into our section called the randoms is, you know, from the career from the early '90s, then and really into the 2000s, and you're seeing now the dancing is becoming more noticeable. Then into the mid 2000s when the internet is starting to boom. You're there already seeing it firsthand within our community because now we're getting more exposure. Now you're getting shows like America's Got Talent afterwards that is giving us more exposure. But then also realizing our scene is changing from what it was in the early 2000s when you were going from having just the Bacardi Congress in Puerto Rico. Now almost every state has a Congress or a social or a festival in some form and realizing how impactful people like you, I feel like I've told you, you are because you and many other women within this uh, community from so long ago as well have put so much work in, not just locally, but globally. And that's mm. something that for me, I can't, I would never take that for granted because it's great to be noticed in your community. But then when people notice you all over the world and you're more exposing the very art form we love and we cherish, my question really to you is, you know, from all the way back then to currently now, what have been some of the biggest lessons that you've learned over the years? Oh, my goodness. Um, whew, with... Um... You mean with the community or like, oh my goodness, um, the biggest lessons. Mm -hmm. Wow. I would um, say in the community, just understanding, you know, you being in this dance world and traveling and everything that it entails, like, what is it like balancing that life, but also trying to balance your personal life? Mm. Yeah. Um, very hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very hard, but somehow um, I've uh, I was I yeah I've somehow been able to balance it. I think I think um, that uh, the fact that my children um, love the dance uh, community yeah. uh, as well has made it way easier, you know, for me to have, have balanced it. I mean, um, we, you know, we're still like, I mean, I have my own dance, um, studio in mm -hmm. Pleasantville and, nice. um, Dev yeah. And Devin, um, you know, is teaching there. So, so, you know, he's still very much involved in, in, you know, the dance community and teaching and, 
um, uh, p- you know, passing on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, uh, you know, I mean, I think that the uh, a big thing that I've learned is um, that, that I have no idea um, <laughs> that in order in order for you to kind of succeed in a business, mm-hmm. um, you you kind of have to become a marketing, you know, animal, like yeah. you know, in order to get the word out uh, either about yourself as a performer mm-hmm. or your dance studio, you know, uh, to fill it, you know, with students. Um, I think that that's been uh, a kind of a realization that a lot of people don't know, they don't realize, like when, once they start teaching and start their own classes or start their own, you know, whatever yeah. team or what have you, it's like, um, you know, marketing is, like everything if you don't market yourself correctly um uh you know you're not going to go anywhere and it's a it's a full-time job it's a full-time job it's like you know people hear me listen to me i'm here yeah um no but but um but i i think that that that's you know and and um, in terms of like p- being a performer and making it big or what what have you, you know, just stay humble. Just yeah. stay humble. Um, you know, remember um, where you came from and that new people are coming in. Be be supportive. Be supportive of the 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 new wave of dancers that are coming in that need your support, uh, especially if they're talented. Yeah. Um, just like be supportive, you know, um, um, we've had our time, you know, I have my time and when it was my time, I was like, this is my time and I'm going to jump on it. Absolutely. I'm going to jump on it. I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it. Right. So, so now it's like, we got to kind of step back and let these people come in and, and just, you know, um, just, just applaud them, support mm-hmm. them and enjoy enjoy them you know because they're just they're the ones that are helping our world become bigger you know become like international and you know mainstream even you know like we're starting to become mainstream and um it's awesome it's awesome so yeah i guess you know um i guess that that's what i would i would say in terms of uh what I've learned or, you know. Absolutely, I mean, and that's definitely valuable. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps us understand that all that experience has put you in that space that you understand what's important. And uh, I think now it helps us transition to our last segment called the randoms, which is about 10 questions that allows me to get to know you a little bit better. So Addy, just let me know when you are ready. Um, I'm ready. All right. Number one, <laughs> if you could have one meal right now, your last meal, what would it be? Oh my God. I think it would be, um, arroz blanco, habichuela rosada with chuletas fritas and tostones. <laughs> Con ajo? You're going to get some ajo in there? 
Coladito, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Aguacate and aguacate. Ooh, any, anything else? I'll give you a drink, a bebida. Which one? Where, where are we going? Um, a Coke. I guess a Coke. <laughs> yeah. Keep it mm -hmm. Perfect. Number two would be, if you could be at one dance event right now, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Um... Dance event. Um, to like when you first started dancing, just one event you can go back to. Oh my God! Um, in I guess the 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 first Congreso Mundial de Salsa in Puerto yeah. Rico, Bacaldi. That that first yeah. one was everything. Mm. I have trust me, I've heard so much about it. And I definitely know I want to have you back on as well to come back and unpack that and go through those stories as well. Mm -hmm. But let's get on to the next question. The next question would be, Addy, if you are at a Congress right now and you have control of saying, I have the last act, who is it? Um, the last, uh, you mean the band? No, I'm talking about a performance, not just the band, oh. like a dance performance. Oh, a dance, like a dance team? Yeah. A dance team. Oh, my God. Uh, who do I love? Oh, my gosh. I love so many. Um, I think I would say Descarga Latina. Mm. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Trust me, I, I definitely remember this guy, Galatina. You guys are truly innovative, and I definitely miss those routines. Next question would be, Addy, if you're at a social right now, someone's asking you to dance with them, what is a huge pet peeve of yours while dancing with someone? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, oh, when I used to hate when guys would... Um, like give me a dance lesson on the on the oh. dance floor or like or like shout out the the turn before you do it like you know drop and catch or <laughs> weave or whatever you know like it's like come on let's just enjoy ourselves um you know what i mean relax calm down just like enjoy the the music and and your partner and yeah. Just enjoy the dance. Uh, don't choreograph it. Don't do a show for nobody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would be it. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely understand that. All right, next question. <laughs> if you're at a dance event and you can social dance with one person, who is it? With one person? Yes. Oh, my God. Um. Oh my God. Um, I mean, my husband, Manny Severio. Yeah, great answer. Great answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Next question would be if there is anything within the dance community that you would like to see improve, what would it be? Oh my God, um, improve. I think the authenticity mm -hmm. has kind of lost its way mm. a little. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, you know, the, yeah, it's 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 so different now than it was when we yeah. were dancing. You know, um, uh, it's more uh, showcasing a lot of showcasing now. I think. I mean, it's beautiful, and I appreciate it. I'm not saying I don't. It is beautiful. I mean, the acrobats and you know the the you know the tricks, all of that. Um, they're beautiful, and I I I've always liked them. But um, I I don't know a lot of the authenticity, as in you know the the cultural movements. I, you know, they're they're not they. I I I I wish that it would go back to that. A, 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 you know more. Um, I, agree. I definitely agree on that segment of because understanding is the, the more and more the years went by, uh, people who were spectators saw, okay, this is the formula of how to get that standing up. This is the formula of how people are going to gravitate towards me. So when you're instead of paying homage, you're more copying the material of others. It just trickles down. And when it's not corrected or adhered to, it just goes unnoticed or unheard of. Mm airs it's just going to keep the status quo but i definitely agree i mean i be definitely believe teams being truly authentic to themselves instead of looking like something they love that really is a big difference so i definitely can i say can i say one more thing absolutely, absolutely. that i think is so important uh remember i mentioned that we used to uh know every band and uh musician and every band Yes. I wish I wish that people would appreciate bands, you know, the mu the, the the music they dance they're dancing to the, the yes. music. That's the music they're dancing to. My goodness. How do you not know? You know, the people that are creating this music, the band members, mm -hmm. you know, the singers, um uh and just support them you know it's just it's so sad how you know i mean back in when i was you know coming up with dance like i said every time we went out there was a live band and it was there's nothing like feeling a live band on the dance floor and you feel the music in coming i mean mm -hmm. coming through your pores okay yeah. it's there's nothing like that Rather than just not, you know, no, no, um, not knocking, you know, uh, DJs, um, because they have their own art too. But you know, there's nothing like it. This you can't compare. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I think you cut out. I think your your mic cut out. I think the headphones. Yeah, I think you cut out. Hold on, guys. We will be right back.
All right, everyone. At the moment, we're having some technical difficulties, but we will be right back. All right, I think we're back. Hi, yes. can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> no, it's all good. All right. You know, understanding, like you said, with the bands, and I'm going to say this too to add on before we move on to the next question. What you said was so important because me also, as a person who's grown up within this community, I started getting more closer to the organizers. And I'm not going to say all organizers think like this, but what happened was I remember one organizer telling me, he hire teams rather than bands because he could dance. And, and that right there for me, I appreciated the honesty, but then I saw the devaluing during mm. that experience. And that was something that was more like a, a honest answer, but not realizing how much you're taking away from the culture. Yeah. And, and that for me, it's like when you bring this up, it just correlates. And it's like, yes, we the, the people of the community miss that. But then it's also up to the organizers to say, it's okay if we're going to take that hit on paying the band because that experience means more to the audience rather than pay a team six, $800 to come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You save that hit. So you realize too. The, the authenticity back then was so much more appreciated because over the years, organizers wanted to give the, the people a show, but also at a budget that was friendly for them. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, I agree. And I would love that Congresses have more bands, make that a priority as well. Yeah. But next question, Addie, is if at, and I need you to answer this, if Addie is not dancing, she is doing what? Oh my goodness. Um, if I'm not dancing, I <laughs> I am at my studio. Does that count? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, teaching uh, with my kids. I have a dance, um, a kids dance program um, that I focus on mostly with uh, my best friend, Evelyn Leon. I mean, Leon, sorry, Correa, Evelyn yeah. Correa. Um, she, um, forget it, that's my right hand right there. She's, forget, <laughs> wonderful. And so she and I, um, you know, we work on the kids dance program and uh, it takes up a lot of my time. Um, and then of course there's family, you know, I have um, my family that I take care of, my dad, my brother. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that I'm taking care of, and that 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 is uh, uh, how you say like a full time job, yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, but the yeah, I, I would say if I'm not performing or or dancing at a social, um, you know, a big chunk of my life is is at the studio, mm. uh, promoting and uh, teaching and running the program, and yep, the marketing never stops. Yes. With that. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question is, 
if you could have your own band, what is the band's name? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I had to throw that one at you. I, to... I guess I would say attitude. <laughs> I mean, hey, keep, keep it, keep the program. I hey, don't don't yes, you know, uh, attitude, rhythms of attitude. I don't. Know. <laughs> I think that's there's something there. I'll make sure you copy that. <laughs> hey, I, I love that though. All right, and now brings us to our last question. Uh, and this one I love asking a lot of guests now because I feel it's really introspective as well. And it goes like this, Addy, you know, long after dancing, or you're not dancing in the same capacity and really dance is kind of far removed in your life maybe and in in later down the road, what do you want people to remember you for? Um. I'm sorry. You, you, um, okay, just in general, what I want people to, I think, um, I think my contributions uh, to the community, to the Mambo community, um, my creativity. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess that. Uh, my work is um, it's a little different than the, the style of others mm -hmm. in terms of uh, I, I kind of uh, always took like a theme theme yeah a theatrical theme um, um, approach mm -hmm. uh, and I, you know that I'm just um, I just love my community. I just I just hope that they they see my love for the community. Yes. And yeah, and I'm just grateful. Mm -hmm. Really grateful that I, you know, that I have this history that I was part of it and all the people that I came across. You learn whether good or bad, you learn from every experience. So, mm -hmm. absolutely. And someone says here we'll figure it out says Addie's creativity is unmatched. And I definitely believe that's true from the routines you've come up with amongst the years, but also realizing to you now the responsibility as a teacher, as a studio owner, as a director, as a mother, um, it goes unmatched. And, you know, honestly, Addie, I definitely thank you for doing this segment and us transitioning now to the closing segment and me realizing really from start to finish, um, of course, celebrating the success you've had, of as a dancer, as a traveler, as a professional, but also understanding who you are besides that, uh, the human side, but be beyond the stage is so much more important. I feel like we got a glimpse into that today. Uh, <laughs> like I tell many guests that I have on, I feel like the first talk is really a part one, hopefully more parts. Uh, but at least before we do go, I'd love to know if you had any last few words for myself in the audience but also maybe contact info on how people can reach you and take some classes. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, I, I, again, I, I want to thank you for this, uh, this opportunity. I think your platform is fantastic and it's just, um, it's just, uh, how you say it, um, just providing the information, um, on people's, uh, background that don't, 
uh, don't aren't out there as as they used to be. Like me, I mean, I I'm I'm not um, uh, out you know performing and and in the community the way I used to be, you know, in the mambo community. So maybe a lot of people might might not uh, know who I am. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you, you know, for for giving me the opportunity to tell my my story. Um, so thank you. Um, and um, and you were asking uh, for contact? Yeah, like how people can reach out to you to okay. uh, at the studio. Mm -hmm. Well, I have my website. It's attitude.com. So it's A-D-D-I-E with a dash. TUDE.com and all my contact information is there. You'll see the pages with the different um, services that we offer. Uh, so check us out. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And, and honestly, Addy, uh, I really appreciate again that we can have this discussion uh, from one artist to another. I thank you for what you've done for the community. I've been witness to it and many of us that we know as well. And for me, it's people like me, people like you that keep pushing the culture forward and awesome. no matter the capacity. So, you know, I really appreciate you uh, taking your time and your effort to do this. I'm thanking Thank everyone. you. Absolutely. <laughs> I thank everyone that's uh, listening and will be listening in uh, in the future. So thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Live Discussions with Diamond podcast, episode 144 with the one and only Addy Diaz. Thank, Thank you. you all. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning in. Stay safe and we will see you soon. Peace.